Wow. What more could you ask for? Tomas Hurdle Hattrick, William Eklund game winner in overtime as the Sharks come back from a three goal deficit with less than 10 minutes left in the third against Isles. So all that and more on today's episode. Your Locked On Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, welcome to Locked on Sharks, the premier hockey podcast covering your favorite team in the Bay Area. My name is J.D. Young, contributor at San Jose Hockey Now, and I want to thank you for making Locked on Sharks your first listen, probably part of the Locked on Network. We cover your team every day, and if you want to be an everydayer, all you got to do is just follow along wherever you get podcasts, or you can watch on YouTube as well, or do both. Both is great. And today, the Sharks... What just everything you could want and imagine, right? Tomas Hurdle hat trick. Um, just an absolute monster tonight. William Eklund assist on Hurdle's last two goals, and then Eklund finishes it off with an absolute snipe uh in overtime as these sharks come back against the Isles and win it five to four in overtime. Um this uh just such a chaotic, such a fun game, uh, and a game where the Sharks looked like they were dead um, midway through the third period, and they came back with resolve we haven't really seen from this team in a while. Uh, so before we get into this, do want to let you know today's episode is brought to you guys by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. And we have to start with Tomas Hurdle. Just... An absolute monster tonight, right? Um, was all over the ice. Three goals, of course, and fully healthy now from his uh, kidney surgery. Th- this is why you keep Tomas Hurdle because he makes the players, especially your young players, around better, right? Um, he helps. He has stepped up so huge, especially with Outlaw and Couture this year. And, I know he was really down. Um, he takes the penalty. The Sharks go on a 5 on 3 And that was a huge moment for the Sharks where we've seen that team crumble uh, in moments like that. Team responded, and then Hurdle led the way. Hurdle was like, I got this, guys. Get on my back. I'm going to – we're going to fight. This game isn't over. And I know, right, last two goals um, in the third period, man, you know, the goalies pulled – the Sharks are, you know, doing everything they can to try to scrap out a win. Um, but Tomas Hurdle, come with me, guys. I got this. Um, but the great thing about tonight was you're getting contributions from your stars, like Tomas Hurdle, and then your up-and-coming stars and William Eklund. And Eklund, this is, I think this is going to be that moment. This is going to be the light bulb moment where he realizes not only can I play in the NHL, but I can be really, really good in the NHL, right? This is going to be that that confidence builder, that moment. We've seen him kind of taking these little baby steps, um, adding, you know, to his defensive game. He's still not perfect, right? And, of course, he's this is his first year. Uh, he's going to make those young player mistakes. But this, I think, is going to be that light bulb moment, that moment where he's like, 
not only am I an NHL player, I can be a damn good NHL player going forward. Um, Mikel Granlin, amazing job setting the screen, you know, carrying the puck up, get the little drop pass to Eklund, setting the screen, and Eklund buries it, right? Eklund could have almost finished this game single-handedly earlier um, in overtime. He gets a good opportunity. He drives to the net and just isn't able to finish, but he's able to kind of redeem there at late, you know, at very, very end. But Eklund also driving force on the hurdle goals, right? Uh, assist, you know, secondary assist on the first hurdle goal on the at the end, I guess the second hurdle goal, um, and then makes the play to set up hurdle for the game tire, right? Uh, he gets the uh, puck, plenty of space and around him, doesn't panic, starts driving to the net. Um, you know, they're, the Isles just have no idea what to do with him. And then he kind of looks off the goalie, passes it to Hurdle, who all he has to do is just tap it in. So, um, amazing job by Eklund. This is this is what you want. This is what we've been waiting for from the moment the Sharks drafted Eklund was to pair him with Hurdle and see what these two can do together. And you're starting to see it. I talked about it on Monday's episode, right? Don't be surprised if we're talking about how the hurdle Eklund barabanov line is starting to come together. And again, I know most of the, you know, most of the damage was done when the game was, uh, you know, when at the very end of the game, when they're down by, you know, down by multiple goals, goalie pulled, scramble mode, um, definitely 1,000% and Islanders collapse. But your stars rose to the occasion. Eklund had another one of those building block, check the box type of moments uh, where he has come up now big when the team needed him the most. Um yeah, this, the future is so bright for Eklund. Just imagine when Smith and Musty and all these other guys start to show up. The future is so bright for for Eklund and the Sharks uh, going forward. Like, cannot wait to see where this team starts to kind of go from here. But um, I think the other person who really deserves a lot of credit tonight is Capo Kakinen. Um the Sharks in this game, right? Especially the beginning of the game when it looked like it was going to be another one of those, oh, this type of Sharks game where that we've seen from them where they just, you know, you just tell from the jump that they don't have it that night. And the poor goalie is kind of left out there on an island. Kapokakinen was amazing again tonight, keeping this team in it. Uh, and they he made big saves when they needed big saves, right? And, you know, Look at the beginning of the game. Um, the Sharks were a hot mess to start the game. Look at um, in the third period, made some huge saves on breakaway goals. I know he gave uh, there was a shorthanded goal there, but um, like this game could have. We've seen so many times where the Sharks just kind of get punched in the mouth and they just don't get up. Capokakinen uh, picked this team up and basically like pushed them back into it uh, to make them make the Sharks come back and win. And we are starting to see Capokakinen. He's regained his confidence. He's playing really well. Um, and like this, this is feels like. <laughs> The Sharks might have a little bit of something here. Might have a little bit of juice right now, um, especially if they continue to get a good play from their goaltending. I think that's it, right? How many times as we we talked about, especially at the end of the Martin Jones era, Cap, when you have bad goaltending, you just you know you're kind of dead and you play differently. The Sharks can play. Yes, they they still need 
a lot of defensive issues tonight. We'll talk about those later. But um, when you you know your goalie's got your back, and even in situations like this where you know, yes, the Sharks were down four to one with ten minutes left, um, but Kapokakin is at no more. You guys, you guys go do your thing. You go score. No more getting past me. And he did it, right? He did it. So um, we'll dig into the numbers here in, in a minute and kind of look at the lines and numbers and where the Sharks are kind of at. And then we'll talk about the defense at the end because of a lot. Of, there's a lot of issues and some guys definitely need to kind of work on some things uh, going forward. And there's going to be some juggling of the defense now with, with some injuries and stuff. But um, that was a... That was a building block type of win from the Sharks. That is a win where you can look at, um, and again, this team isn't going to have a lot of wins, but it may not help this season, but this is a building block win for the future. Eklund, Hurdle, um, Granlin played well tonight. Duclair played well. Like All the, the guys that matter the most played well tonight. So uh, we'll dig into the numbers here in one second. If you are looking for a great gift for someone for the holidays um, and that person loves going to sporty events, concerts, tickets, um, that's where game time comes in. They got killer last minute deals, all in prices, views from your seats, and their best price guaranteed. They take the guesswork out of buying tickets. Um, I love them because you can see the seats before you go. That way, you know, you have good seats. There's nothing worse than getting there and realizing that your seats suck. Um, actually, the only thing worse than that is when you go to buy tickets online and then they slam a bunch of fees on you. Um, Game time does not do that. They have all in pricing to show you your total upfront. So, you know, you're getting a great deal without hidden fees. You can buy tickets in two seconds with two taps. Um, and they're obsessed with finding you ways to help save you money. With zone deals, you pick a section and game time picks the seats for an average of 18% savings. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code locked on NHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code locked on NHL, L O C K E D O N N H L for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And if you want to get into, I know NFL season right now, weather's getting colder, but NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. It's $150 if your team wins. So if you even think about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get on the action. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Um, if you are some sick pervert and you want to bet on this Patriots Steelers game that's happening on Thursday night, you can bet the under on that game. Maybe you like rooting for guys like Christian McCaffrey to score touchdowns. You can do that as well. Uh, or maybe you think my Miami Dolphins are going to cover uh, against the Titans on Monday night football. They've got all types of uh, player props or whatever you want to uh, do on FanDuel. So visit FanDuel.com slash Lockdown NHL and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right. Um, man, I still can't. That, that Eklund goal is going to stick with me for a long time. Just an absolute beauty. Um, 
let's dig into the numbers of this game. And um, again, this game, Islanders did a great job of kind of doing what playing Islanders hockey, right? Um, kind of controlling the pace, controlling the shots. And it looked like the Sharks were, especially that middle of the second period, the, the Islanders were really kind of putting it to the Sharks. But give credit to the Sharks. They crawled back, they responded, um, and they kind of earned, earned the win in this game. Um, but let's look at the numbers. So, so we had 49-53 of 5v5 time in this game. Um, 61 shot attempts in favor of the Islanders, 47 in favor of the uh, or 47 for the Sharks. Uh, Corsi four was 56.48 to 30, 43.52. Again, favor the Islers. <laughs> Scoring chances 37 to 16 in favor of the Islanders. Again, this is all 5v5 times. So it doesn't include uh, the end of the game when things got crazy. Um, 11 to 5 high danger chances, 3. 0.02 to 1.38 expected goals for in favor of the Islanders. Again, 5v5, the Sharks kind of, you know, the Islanders really put it to the Sharks, um, and especially that second period, right, where end of the first period, begin the second period, where it was just Islanders hockey. Like, they were controlling the game, not giving the Sharks a lot there. Um, and they kind again, it just really made things Things were tough for the Sharks, and they just kind of crawled back into this game um, thanks to the Stars playing their star, playing their best, and then Kapokakinen kind of bailing the Sharks out multiple, multiple times um, in this game. Uh, the lines tonight. Um, so a little bit. So we had Zadina make his return, um, and which was good. Nico Sturm was back from his uh, small injury. So, lines tonight uh, without – so we have Ty Emerson also on IR, Ryan Carpenter on IR. I just like how the Sharks just keep rotating IR guards out right now because um, that's just what they're doing right now. So, um, Eklund, Hurdle, Barabanoff line, uh, Zettelin, Granlin, Duclair line, uh, LeBanc, Sturm, Justin Bailey, and then we had uh, McDonald, Hoffman, and uh, – uh, Zadina with Zadina kind of being the center. I think they kind of just rotated guys there, but um, time on ice though for the Eklund Hurdle Barabanov line. They played 12 of 7. Shot attempts was uh, 13 to 18 in favor of the Islanders. Um, 4 to 10 actual shots on goal. Did give up a goal again, 5v5 time. 0.24 to 0.88 expected goals. Four, four to 11 scoring chances. Two to four um, high danger chances. Six, three, seven with the zone starts. Um, Zettelin, Granlin, Duclair didn't really fare too much better either. 11, 21 time on ice. Six to 10 shot attempts. Uh, two to three actual shots. 0.12 to 0.14 expected goals. Four uh, in favor of the Islanders. Four to five scoring chances gave up a high danger chance and uh, four, five, four for their zone starts. LeBanc, Sturm, and Justin Bailey 
9.16 uh, time on ice. Corsi for 12 to 9. Uh, seven to six shot attempts had the goal. Uh, Kevin LeBanc getting, finally getting on the board this season. Uh, 0.39 to 0.46 expected goals for in favor of the Islanders. Um, four to four scoring chances, one to one high danger chances, five, five, two zone start. So, uh, and again, with McDonald still being classified as a defenseman, can't really the see that line how it did could together tonight so um individually we can just talk about um so let's see uh, Zed, uh zadina had a 30.77 percent uh corsi for mcdonald 38.1 percent corsi for um and then mike Hoffman um, had a 50% Corsi for. So um, that's how those three individuals fared uh, playing tonight um, at 5v5. So you can kind of probably very similar to what we've seen from the rest of them. So uh, the other lines, but um, we'll talk, we'll save the defense here for a minute, but I want to dig into Capo Kakadin's night because uh, again, he was absolutely outstanding tonight. Um, facing 37 shots, um, 33 saves, goals against uh, four, expected goals against was 3.65. So um, there, I think the eye test, I think he played better than than that. Um, 892 save percentage, 378 goals against average, eight high danger shots, eight high danger saves, 16 mid-danger shots, 13 mid-danger saves, and then uh, 11 of 12 on the low-danger um, uh, shot attempts. But again, with what we've kind of seen from Capo Kakinen and just how much, especially last year, right, where maybe you'd have a good game, but then it's just everything kind of falls apart, lets in some soft goals. Um, I think he got hung out to dry a lot tonight uh, by his defense. And we'll talk about the defense again here in a little bit, but um, this is, this is what you want, right? You want, you want to see a player like this bounce back, right? Especially after so much promise he showed when he got here in that 11 game sample size um, struggle last year, whatever it was last year. Um, right. But Kapokakinen is not the reason the Sharks, Kapokakinen and Mackenzie Blackwood are not the reason that the Sharks have been losing this year. Those guys have been playing their butts off. Um, and this having uh, Kakinen play well, that's just going to only help Mackenzie Blackwood, right? Uh, Blackwood definitely was kind of pulling the load at the beginning of the season. Um, but now you have two guys who can, you feel confident anytime, either one of them in the crease, you feel confident you're going to get good goaltending play. Um, and I think it's going to be really interesting um, if, you know, the Sharks have a couple more games on this road trip, right? They play Detroit on uh, Thursday. They play Vegas on uh, Sunday. You have a little bit of extra rest. I wonder if Capo Kakinen maybe gets a little bit of a run here or if we get see an even split between them, uh, between Blackwood and, and Kakinen. But it's, it is just good to see what, especially after the last season, what uh, Kakinen went through, that he's responded. He has found his game and he can be an answer for the Sharks going forward instead of another question you have to solve. So um, before we get into some of the defensive miscues, I'll talk about some of the time on ice and uh, Kalen Addison getting benched tonight. I do need to take a quick break. If you are looking to 
build out your roster at work. Uh, don't you wish it was like your fancy team where you could just draft the best players? Um, with Indeed, they help you do that. Uh, Indeed is the hiring platform you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. You don't have to spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills. You can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed Suite, uh, powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. And if you hate waiting, because again, who likes waiting? Indeed's US data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Um, Indeed does all the hard work for you. Sponsor a job and boom, instant match. Shows you candidates with the resumes on Indeed. Fit your job description immediately after your post. With instant match, you can start hiring fast. Join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent fast. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you need to make every dollar count. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Visit Indeed.com slash LockedOn to start hiring. Go to Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application. Pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right. uh, Let's finish up. I know. This is a great win. And right. I don't want to rain on the parade, but the defense night was a hot mess. Uh, (laughs) And it's hard to point to kind of one person and, you know, everybody I thought had some issues tonight. Um, but you, you got lucky by Capocac and bailing you out a lot. There was multiple um, opportunities for the Islanders to kind of put this game away uh, that they weren't able to capitalize on. But the defense needs to be way – they need to get a lot tighter um, before if, as you're going on, right? Um, you can't keep putting Blackwood and Kapokakin in, in this position every night and expect them to kind of continue to bail you out. And um, we had the return of Mark Edward Vlasic, who we talked about on yesterday's podcast for a little bit, and kind of maybe if he lost his fire or whatever. Um, he looked okay, I thought, tonight. Um his Corsi four was not pretty. Uh, in thirteen fifty eight time on ice at five v five, seven shot attempts. They gave up eighteen twenty eight percent. And I know shot attempts aren't everything, um, but again, a little tough there. Defensively, the next guy, Kyle Burris, who had a couple penalties tonight. Um, you know, like the high sticking one, like they're not the greatest penalties and the Islanders power plays looked pretty solid tonight. Um, he played 16, 13, uh, five V five, uh, 15 to 24 shot attempts, 38.46%. Um, so that he's the next guy. Um, we'll see. And again, Cowboys is not like your, there to provide offense and stuff, but you need to play good defense and you need to got not go in the box. Um, Kalen Addison, who got benched in this game, um, it is what it is, and he looked, I think, uh, I think he looked like he was trying to do a little bit too much, and that's going to happen, right? He's been playing much better, and maybe he was kind of feeling himself a little bit tonight, um, but had some really bad reads, um, especially on the is in the transition game that led to some 
bad, like some two on ones, um, led to some great opportunities for the Islanders. I wasn't able to kind of this puck management tonight, I think, um, trying to make a little bit too many like hope passes. And again, I don't want to take the creativity out of players, um, but he just kind of got put in a, he didn't put himself in a great position tonight. So um, I assume given, you know, next game, try to kind of get things put together here, but um, at 14 7 time on ice at 12 uh, at five on five at 12 shot attempts for gave up 18 course before 40%. Um, next guy, Mario Ferraro, uh, 19-25 time on ice, 23 to 27 course uh, shot attempts, 46%. Uh, Ferraro, I think had a, Solidish night. Uh, I would say he was probably the best looking defenseman um, out of the group. You can see he's being a lot more aggressive, I think, in trying to create offense. And they kept throwing him over in the offensive zone, like giving him some opportunities to get some of those offensive zone starts. Um, I think he it looks like he had 11, if I can, yeah, 11 offensive zone starts tonight. Um, but, you know, I mean, we know what Mario Ferraro is. So, Nikita Hochuk, who had a roller coaster of a night, um, got a tough first period for him. Um, he got piled. He was basically like, uh, yeah, he was piled at one point, just skated right by very little resistance. Um, did have the nice assist. I will give the assist on the uh, LeBanc old nice shot. LeBanc was able to kind of get the tip on that. Um, so credit where credit's due, but, um, Hochek, who's known to associate a physical player, got out physical, right? And especially on that that pile the, where he gets basically just skated by because um, he's flat-footed. You either, like, you got to push the, the the forward. Like, you can't just let him have a, a free run at the, the goalie, uh, which is what he did. But um, young player, I know, if rookie season, and you're going to have ups and downs, but... Uh, I'd like to see a little bit more consistency, consistency out of a Hochuk um, going forward. But um, so tonight he played 17, 22 at five v five, 15 to 17 shot attempts, 46.88 Corsi four. Um, and then Jan Ruda, um, he was, I think he was okay tonight as well. Um, 16, 34 of five v five actually, provided positive shots so 18 to 16 shot attempts 52.94 percent but um just overall again i think if it wasn't for for kakadin this this could have been a bloodbath really because of just how many odd man rushes this team was giving up um a lot of just not in the right position in the the Sharks have played a lot better defensively, right? They've been a little better at their positioning, um, with their system, with their just communication, and not so much of just like letting guys kind of do what they want offensively. And we saw a little bit more of that tonight where they just kind of got back to what we've seen at the beginning of the season. So um, huge test against Detroit, who has been an absolute uh, wagon recently this season. So um, they cannot get away with the same style of play that they played tonight um, and hope to have success against the Red Wings um, because you're, that team is too good right now. They're, they're an absolute wagon. So, and the same thing against Vegas, right? Vegas, We've seen that team kind of hang around, wait around, and then counterpunch. And the next thing you know, they can put two or three goals on you without even trying. So, um, fun win tonight, though. We got Eklund, Hurdle, 
Declare Granlin, Zetterlin, Bear Benov's back. Like this team's gonna be it's gonna be at least more entertaining here right now. Um, as long as guys can kind of stay healthy-ish here. So um we'll be back tomorrow where Sharks prospect Jake Furlong uh joins the show so we're going to discuss uh of course his um, you know invite to uh team canada for world juniors we're going to talk about his draft all that fun stuff uh we'll also talk uh tomorrow about uh some of the sharks heady too and some of the sharks who maybe got snubbed um from the world juniors uh camp invites and you know and then probably uh, gonna be starting some draft coverage here not this week but coming up so uh make sure you guys are following along wherever you get podcasts and of course you can watch on youtube as well uh you can follow the show on twitter facebook and instagram at locked on sharks you can follow me on twitter at my fry hole until tomorrow bye friends